to the Flying Solo Podcast, a show for those going it alone in business. If you're working solo or have dreams of starting up, you'll find support, inspiration and advice at Australia's largest and liveliest small business community. Find us at flyingsolo.com.au or join us on Facebook. Here's your host, Robert Gerrish. Hello and welcome to another Flying Solo Podcast. If you've yet to check out premium membership, please do as there's a mass of tools and benefits to help your business stand out and to ensure you stay firmly at the top of your game. As part of membership, you get a coaching session with me, entry to a lively private discussion group on Facebook, access to a library of over 80 how-to videos, deals and discounts, and, well, much, much more, all for just $99. Head to the join page to find out more. Now... One of today's most regular and popular writers is Matthew White, and he joins me today from his base in New South Wales, Hunter Valley. So, does Matthew run a marketing business? Is he a coach or a marketing consultant? Well, actually, no, none of the above. He sells mattresses. So why on earth does he write each and every month for Flying Solo? Is he trying to flog us mattresses? Maybe not. Let's find out. Hello, Matthew. Thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome. Hi, Robert. How are you? Oh, good, thank you. Now, look, while I realize you're, you know, as I said in the intro, you're, you're not exactly a marketing consultant, but uh, it's very true to say that you do have some extensive marketing experience. Indeed, over a decade, I know you've worked in a handful of international locations and international businesses. So surely then there has to be a very good sort of business rationale for your writing. So come on, Matthew, what's the story? Well, I think I would be uh, lying uh, if I didn't say that one of the reasons why I did start writing for Flying Solo was to raise awareness of uh, my brand Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, to sell uh, the odd mattress uh, or two. But Mm. it was more than that. And it's certainly become more of that over the years I've been writing for yourselves. Yeah, but I mean, just to stop you right there. So, yes, okay, I can see that you're... The point of your writing was to kind of raise the profile of your brand. But, you know, I've read every single article you've written and you don't talk about your product or you might make a mention to it. But I get so you're relying more on the fact that people can really get to see who you are and understand who you are and then are interested enough to read your bio. And, and that's what brings you the benefit. Definitely. Uh, I'm very conscious not to uh, to sell uh, my brand, I don't mm. mention it. Uh, I sell, you know, the word mattress, uh, and uh, and exactly what you say. I hope people mm. read the bio and uh, you know find out a little bit more about me. And over the years, the, the writing has actually become really personal mm. uh, uh, to me, and I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, you know, writing for me at the very beginning was always something that I thought I was very poor at. Right. Uh, it was my probably my least favorite marketing activity. <laughs> And I was terrified uh, when I first started, terrified that people actually wouldn't like what I, what I wrote, uh, you know, whether or not I could actually write full stop. And I was also terrified about the comments people would, would put at the bottom of the articles. Uh, you know, the internet can be a very cruel world. Uh, yes. you, know, you know, some of the comments that people write are, are horrific, really. And I was always very concerned about that. But fortunately, I haven't uh, 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 had that uh, level of uh, abuse for one of better. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's very good to hear. Yeah. But so let's just look at that for a second. So you say that when you started out, you really didn't kind of want to do it. You didn't like writing, and yet you did. You did that's, do it. So what's the why? Um, 
Was it because I, you understood the marketing power? I did. I understood the marketing power of it, but I also, I also had a belief in my ability to actually uh, share the story, uh, you know, of setting up a business, of mm. working two jobs, of, you know, raising a family and trying to combine the two. And I thought, you know, other, other people uh, would benefit from that. Uh, and if I could find a style of writing that I was comfortable uh, in doing and in writing, I thought people would be interested. And I'm pleased to say that they are. And, uh, you know, I actually enjoy it now. Um, yeah. Well, look, it's, you know, clearly you understand this. And, it, and, it's, um, and it's something that, um, you know, I, I totally get why you're doing what you're doing. But I think let's, I'm just going to spell it out a bit more for some people listening who are maybe particularly those in a startup or, or who are just sitting there thinking, I just, I just can't do this or I just don't want to do this. I've got nothing to say. You know, and maybe these are people who've got a business that they don't think is a terribly exciting business. But the point that you talked about there is you were writing personal stories about yourself, about your family, about how, you know, you, I know you've got four boys. And I think, gosh, four, you know, only, only, oh no, one at school and one just about to start school. So, you know, four young boys, that's a busy household. And, and so what your article is increasing around about is how you, juggle work and family and set priorities and i think that you know again just to um to carry that through for people listening is what that does then is it for somebody reading it and who can relate to you and likes the style that you've developed and i've seen your writing style develop and and just flourish i mean it, it, i love the way that you write and clearly, when people are doing that, they're thinking, oh, "This is a this is a decent guy here. This is a nice guy here." And then the sort of the natural progression is, "What does he do? Who is he?" And you know, every house, every bedroom in every house has a mattress in it. So, with a business like yours, that's pretty sensible because people do business with who they like to do business with, don't they? You know, and exactly, yeah. So now, how when you sit down though, as a business owner, and you know, put the I'll put the four boys to one side for a moment. As a business owner, you're sitting there, you've got work to do. Does it still take a great discipline for you to um, stop any other work that you've got and write about kind of more personal issues? You know, how, how do you manage to, to, to make that delineation and keep that focus? Um, sometimes with great difficulty. Uh, the four boys are very loud, uh, very challenging at times. But, you know, it, it makes it all worthwhile. Uh, you know, when you have a family, when you have children, uh, you know, when you have a business that you can have the flexibility uh, of being able to spend more time with them. I really enjoy that. That was one of the reasons why I went into business in the first place. Sure. Uh, for that. And I think that's probably similar to many of our, our mm. listeners oh, today. Oh, totally. Really. Yeah. Um, so do you do you go in, do you go away from the office? Do you bolt all the doors and put all the um, sort of child fencing up everywhere? How do, how do you actually? What does it look I, like when you actually do it? Yeah, I do. I actually have a uh, an office in a in a warehouse. It's not a glamorous uh, location, uh, but I'm able to go there and I can sit there and I can I can I can write the article. I try to write it in in one go. Right. Um, I think a lot of people may come back to their their article and, and edit accordingly. 
Um, I just like to sit there, close uh, the door, uh, turn off email, turn off my phone and just write out the article. I've already thought about the idea beforehand. Mm -hmm. There are many opportunities in my day where I'm you know, driving to and from work uh, or I'm unloading containers of stock, for instance. And people yeah. think that's quite an unproductive time. You know, you're not selling a mattress, you're not marketing, but actually it takes about two to three hours mm. uh, and, it's, and it allows me to actually, um, you know, think about my business at that point in time. So it's, it's, it's like an unproductive, productive time. Yeah, really. it's interesting. I talk with people and, and uh, for many of them, driving can be that time or sometimes it's actually kind of lying in bed or you know other forms of travel it's those little that I, I agree with you and that's when I, I find it's actually for me it's often when I'm walking so when you have these ideas there you are you know manhandling a mattress not the easiest thing to do which is obviously why you set up your business in the first place we might come to that in a minute but um how do you capture your notes how, how come you haven't forgotten them after your three hours of unloading uh, I go straight back into the office and I write down on a piece of uh, scrap paper the rough idea that I've had. So my next article, I've already written it on my desk. Um, you know, I know what I'm going to actually say. I haven't written it yet. That'll be next week. Right. Uh, and I will just write it based on based on that. Uh, at the very beginning, it wasn't like that, of course. Uh, you know, I used to get a lot of red pen from, from Kelly, uh, yeah. the form editor. Yeah. And but but that was okay because I was learning and, yeah. and for me that was a, a compliment really to, to get the feedback from an editor and say actually if you could say it in this particular way or actually you need to cut down that sentence uh, yeah. you know it would read them much better than I actually appreciated that and I like that and now uh, I I don't get very much uh, red pen back from obviously Lucy now yeah. uh, Kelly I think that's a that's a compliment I think I've actually achieved something and um, it makes me feel uh, you know quite proud of that fact as, yeah as well. and look and so you should and look and I guess it's worth pointing out that um, you know and that the purpose of this this uh, conversation is not necessarily for everybody to submit their work to Flying Seller because Flying Seller just may not be the right place for them but you know, we are fortunate um, uh, as contributors, and you know, I write for Flying Cell also. Obviously, is that we've there they have an editor who looks at your work and gives you feedback and all of those things. But I, you know, in some cases, that's not what happens. And often, if you're writing for your own blog, that's not what happens um, unless you find someone. So, do you actually sort of bounce your work off anybody? Do you ask anybody else's opinion? Do you share it around before you? sort of publish if you're I mean do you publish on your own blog as well um I do I write a lot of sleep related articles uh, okay. on uh, my own blog and who but, checks those um no one actually myself uh, but with flying solo articles I always bounce ideas off my wife I uh, go to her with five or six different ideas I've had for an article and she says uh, yay or nay uh, oh, okay. to them basically uh, and she says oh that would make a great read or no I don't think so and then I go, and then we argue, uh, you know, about, uh, uh, you know, those stories. Uh, and then I think, yeah, okay, yeah, that's, a, that's the one I'm going to do. Uh, and then, as I say, I just go into the office and, uh, and write it. Yeah, okay. So you do, that's good. So you do sort of brainstorm ideas a little bit with, your, with, your, with Lucinda, your wife. Um, and uh, and you, you get someone else, you know, in, in this case your wife, to to give you some thoughts. And then when you, so when you've got this idea, so I'm just imagining you there um, unloading mattresses. An idea comes to your head, you stop everything, rush into your office, write it on a scrap of paper. Um, is that note enough 
to sort of um, precipitate the writing of a full article or do you then expand it further? I mean, do you have a page of scribbles before you sit and start writing? Yeah, most often not. I have what's called, uh, and I've written about it before actually on Flying Solo, I have a business Bible, I call it. Right. And it's it's a little black uh, book. Uh, yes. and, and in there, I actually write down all of the thoughts I have about marketing, all yeah, of okay. the, uh, I guess, tips that I've learned from reading different blogs and what I've heard on podcasts. And I write them in there. Uh, and that allows me to actually then uh, formulate the article at a later date. Hmm. Okay, good. Yeah, that's, that's a, again, a, I use a similar process and I do a little mind map of sort of ideas. So that I, I, was, I was thinking how on earth does you sit with one idea and write a full article, but it sounds like you have a number of ideas and then you kind of expand it. So tell me, are there any, any particular um, sort of non-business almost sort of benefits, surprising benefits that you get as a consequence of your writing? Has it changed you in any way? Um, as a person, as a business owner, as a parent, as a partner? Um, well, I'll say so. When I used to live in Sydney, uh, the ne- networking opportunities uh, were extensive. I used to yeah. attend a lot of functions, meet people, small businesses, large businesses. You know, uh, When you, uh, I guess, relocate to the country and uh, you work uh, uh, you know, on your own yeah. or with family members uh, like I do, the opportunity to meet other people is very limited. So writing allowed me to actually submit an article uh, and then interact with the people who would comment uh, mm. on those stories. Uh, I always make a point of then, uh, you know, connecting uh, with those people on LinkedIn, uh, for instance, uh, and getting to know them as well. So I think it's it, it certainly opens a dialogue and it just allows me to uh, network, uh, I guess, from from this rural area. Oh, rather yeah, I've seen that's such an important thing, isn't it? That a lot of uh, bloggers and writers don't do is is they don't respond to comments. But I know that you do. But you, by the sounds of it, you do more than that. You respond to comment, and then you actually um, develop a relationship with that person. Try and hook up with them on LinkedIn. I mean, so you're doing it. I mean, did you plan this? Is this a sort of methodical marketing plan, or is it is it sort of is it been somewhat accidental? I think it's been a little bit accidental. When I first started, as I mentioned at the beginning, I did want to raise awareness of uh, you know my brand. But but now I think it's more than that. I think it's just connecting with people and understanding their story as well. I've you know one of the articles I wrote was on uh, you know having twins. We were expecting twins, and oh, I wrote this article about you know how are we ever going to manage uh, you know to have twins and also in the business. And some of the comments I got back were were so supportive. People were offering, you know, their phone number. They'd been in a similar situation. And I took great pride in that. And uh, at mm. a very, very stressful time in our lives, you know, that was a really good... Um, good solace. You know, yeah, great solace, great positive uh, response. And mm. uh, I did connect with those people on LinkedIn. And they've always said, if you ever need any advice, you know, my twins are now in their teenage years or they're <laughs> eight or nine or ten, you know, just just let me know. And I thought that was really kind. And uh, that's the kind of people that, uh, you know, it's great to connect with. Yeah, isn't that, that's lovely, isn't it? That, that's a benefit that, you know, particularly in this sort of uh, day and age when so much, so many of our relationships are, are built online and we have, you know, so many friends and yet we wouldn't recognize half of them if we met them in the street. Um, uh, you know, that you can talk in that way, that in fact, by once you start to expose your your own feelings and your in in this case you know challenges that you had 
it's and I see that all the time in the flying solo forums as well as when somebody really opens up gosh there's just so many people come in with help and support and we often I think you know you mentioned right at the beginning there this notion of of being very concerned as to the sort of way people might comment um but generally commenting is good and people respond nicely particularly when you're writing from the heart which is clearly what you're doing exactly and i also like to comment on other people's articles as well and say what mm. a great article that was or you know i totally agree with you or i don't disagree you know i don't agree with you right. and i think that's really important for them as well they get uh, you know they get feedback on their article for instance and mm. i think it's, it's worthy of doing so how do you then from a again from a business owner's point of view how or indeed do you measure the success of your writing uh look um it's it's very difficult you know have i mm. sold any matches from people who have read my articles i i know that i have uh, and i know that people have contacted me but it, it's very difficult to measure 100 percent how many sales you get and and to be honest it's not really about that anymore for me mm. it's, it's, it's about continuing uh, the story that I have to tell about, uh, you know, my business, my family, uh, and uh, I, you know, I'm pleased that people people enjoy reading about it. So it's it's certainly not a, a brand awareness exercise anymore, or, or about selling mattresses. It's much more than that. Yeah, but again, I guess you know, and I suppose when you're when we're building businesses like your business, which as you kind of intimated, is very much. You know, a lifestyle business. You wanted to run your own business. You wanted the freedom to be able to work and be involved with your children. You wanted to work from a location which is not in a in a central business district. So, you know, and so many people listening, that that's they're in a similar situation. That's what we want to do. So when we think about things like uh, return on investment, you know, ROI, which is you know a phrase or an acronym that's bandied around so much in business. I guess when it's a lifestyle business, you know, what you've just sort of uh, um, explained there is the return on investment is measured in so many other ways. You know, you're enjoying it. It's making you feel good. It's bringing you supportive relationships and it's helping your business. But the return on investment is much broader than a business return, isn't it? That's right. I've got over my phobia of writing. You know, I had a I had a strong phobia of writing. I right. just did not like it at all. I didn't think I was very good. You know, it, I think there's a difference between writing an article for flying solo and, and maybe writing, uh, you know, sales copy for emails or, sure. or websites. But I'm just really pleased that I've been able to conquer that fear uh, and, and write, you know, for however many years it is now. And, uh, you know, I feel as though I've, I've actually achieved something for myself. And I think that's really important as well. Yeah. And what about, so with your, your own blog, where, as you say on there, you do write more about you know, the benefits of your mattresses and how to get good sleep and all those things. How does how do you observe that? Because that is much more business focused. Um, but you're still getting sort of commentary. Do you find that your your writing on that on that blog has become easier as a consequence of the other writing that you've done with us? Yeah, definitely, without a doubt. Um, you know, when I first started writing about sleep, I was like, well, I'm not a sleep consultant, right. uh, but I do talk to people about sleep. You know, for the last eight years, people, you know, ask me questions about how to get better sleep. Mm. Uh, and it was through that that I thought, well, actually, people could really benefit from actually understanding, you know, uh, how to sleep better. Uh, and, and that's what I set out to achieve on our own on our own blog. And it certainly has uh, improved my writing style for 
fun. It's a different tone. It's yeah. a different yeah. uh, uh, different angle. It's not as uh, personal. But um, yeah, it certainly helps in that respect as well. Yeah, and uh, but are you then are you pitching yourself as now as a sleep expert, or are you saying, "Hey, I'm learning too"? You know, what sort of where, where are you coming from in terms of your positioning? Um, I look. I I think you have to be a, a I guess a medical professional mm. uh, to actually uh, you know comment a hundred percent on on why you should sleep uh, in this particular way or what you should do to help you get sleep at night. My uh, my articles or my advice is based on experience and also uh, the guest of views on so many of my customers who phone uh, and ask about sleep uh, and how oh, to sleep okay, better okay. and and the success they've had sleeping using our product, uh, which is which is an enormous compliment. So, yeah, okay. So you're kind of like a, a reporter on the state of sleep almost rather correct. than necessarily pitching or, or positioning yourself as an expert. That's right, because not everything mm. works for everybody. Yes, uh, yes, you should, uh, you know, retire those uh, digital devices an hour before you go to bed. You know, right. don't use your iPhone or your laptop. You know, in the bedroom. That's a, a very, very uh, common, sure. uh, I guess, strategy that people should take, and it and it will improve your sleep. You know, yeah. that's that's common knowledge. I'm not. You know, I'm not uh, saying it works for everybody, but but for the vast majority, it will do. Yeah, okay. So uh, I'm, I'm going to ask you a bit about your business bef- before we sort of wrap up. But I, I'd, I'd like to know one more thing about your writing. So, um, you know, I'd say I love the fact that you you very clearly stated that this is something you didn't enjoy doing. But now it sounds, or I can hear it in your voice, that you clearly enjoy it, you love it. And what's more, it's helping you in, in other aspects of your of your sort of marketing work. So is there a bigger game plan? Are we going to see Matthew White on a book cover? Are we, has, it, has it started any thoughts on that sort of side of things? Um, I don't think I'll uh, write a book, uh, but I'd like to continue discussion of some of the topics that I've, you know, that I've raised in, in my articles. Mm. Uh, I, I think there's so many articles on the internet these days for people looking to start up a business, and, and they're often geared to the millennial, to the person who hasn't got a family, yeah. who, hasn't, who hasn't got children, mm. uh, who, who uh, you know, has more time than, say, I would. Uh, and there are so many men and women out there who have a family but want that flexibility as well. Yes. And, and I think they want to know that it can be done. Um, and and that's, that's where I think there's, uh, there's a need for more articles like, for instance, what, what I write. Okay, uh, so how's that, how might that manifest then? If you're not going to write a book, what do you think? Are you going to start a, a portal? Are you going to start a – what are you going to do? Well, I'd, I'd like to talk to more people about running a business. I, I think I – uh, I would like to expand my networking this year. I think I'm in a good position to be able to do that. Uh, I think I'd just like to, to help people start their business, uh, whether mm. or not it's through consultancy or whether or not that's just through advice. There are people who do ask me, you know, how how do you market a business online? Yeah, okay. I'm happy to give them that advice. Um, but there, there are things I've touched upon in my articles, you know, such, a, such as, you know, the guilt that uh, men feel sometimes about having to, to work and, and provide. Uh, women obviously feel this as well. And, mm. and, and you know, it's, uh, you know, it should be shared equally amongst both men and women. But, you know, when I was in a corporate job, I missed so much of my, uh, my first son's uh, first year of his life because sure. of the, 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 you know, the unflexibility of, of the corporate world. And I felt really guilty about that. Mm. Uh, and, uh, you know, my heart breaks for men and women who can't do that. So there's definitely this, 
there's definitely more work to be done in improving the work-life balance for both men and women. And men shouldn't feel guilty about about feeling as if they need to have that you know time with their children as well. You know, men want to be fathers as much as women want to be mothers. And I think there's there's a lot to say on that. And sometimes men are just too scared sometimes to admit that they're feeling anxious or mm. uh, or concerned about that. And that's you know uh, what I write about as well. Yeah. Okay. Me me thinks that what I'm hearing here is that uh, Matthew Weiss has got a a new niche that you're developing, and it sounds like it's very, very common for for a lot of us in business to develop little a sort of portfolio business where we've got one business over here that um, is you know in your case selling products, but then it does sound like yes, there who knows in the future maybe there might be a consulting division or a presenting or maybe you should do a podcast (laughs) those sort of things that that's is that sort of where your mind is broadly think i'm just i'm not trying to delve too deeply but just trying to get a sense of of what writing uh potentially is sort of helping you think about and create um, I've got a very busy year coming up this year with the business, and yeah. uh, with the twins only one, uh, it's uh, finding the time to actually diversify yeah, okay. to do something else might be a bit tricky. Right. But I, I, I would certainly, you know, like to explore that uh, angle yeah. in the future. Without so watch this, watch this space kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah definitely. Okay. So look, I, just thank you so much for for sharing this. And I say, I think it's it's so good for people to listen to somebody who. You know, who is doing it and enjoying it, particularly when you've come from a space of not wanting to do it and not thinking you're any good at it, you know, and look at the transformation that's happened with you in a relatively short space of time. It's terrific. Now, but to close up then, I'd just like to talk for a moment or two, if I may, about your business. So um, you had a background, I know, in, in marketing. You worked with uh, some fairly large organizations. The last one you worked with was a big sort of serviced office, uh, international company. And now here you are in the Hunter Valley selling mattresses in a box. Mm, What happened there then? (laughs) It's amazing, really. I think think you need to have a bit of luck in your life as well, I think, to to succeed. And uh, it was just fortunate that I knew someone uh, in the UK who was looking to expand their business in uh, late 2009, Right. Uh, you know, and when uh, he heard that I was moving or emigrating to Australia, he uh, offered me the opportunity. I didn't think really much of it, to be honest, for the for the first year that I was here. Uh, but then, uh, you know, he approached me again and I thought, actually, I would really like to, to do that. Uh, you know, I'd really like to have my own business uh, for a number of reasons. And uh, for two years, I uh, worked on the setup and uh, launch and the first year of its life in 2010 whilst still working in the corporate world and I was able to after after that two-year period able to leave the corporate world and, and set up on my own and then we made the life uh, you know choice decision to uh, move from uh, Sydney to to the Hunter and yeah. uh, we've no, we've never looked back. Uh, but when you when there. you started I mean no one was selling mattresses kind of mail order mattresses were they? No not at all and, and people would say you're crazy. Uh, you're mad. This is never going to work. Why would someone buy a mattress on the internet that they couldn't try, uh, and and one that comes in a box? Uh, you know, fast forward uh, eight years, and uh, there are now many companies who have followed our lead and, and doing exactly the same. But um, you know, I'm very proud of the fact that uh, you know we were the first, and 
yeah. we, int- we introduced that concept uh, to Australia. But, it, you know, and you think about it now and you think, well, why wouldn't you buy a mattress online and get it extended to box? Because I mean, how many times have we in our lives have we driven down highways with mattresses strapped to the roof of our car with them flapping around? And what, <laughs> you know, and then it rains. You think, why am I doing this? Um, but and I suppose really alongside the whole world of online reviews is that as a buyer now we can look at a mattress, we can read hundreds of reviews all around the world and and presumably if we buy from you we're getting all sorts of guarantees that if it isn't what you want, send it back, I'm guessing. Um, Correct. You know, it's, it's just it's a no-brainer now, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. And I think we've been able to be successful because, um, you know, I just I just love my job. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's it's very important. You know, I used to suffer from, uh, you know, Monday morning itis, Sunday mm-hmm. night itis about going back to work. Now I just can't wait to to do work. And, uh, you know, we work seven days a week, public holidays. It, it doesn't really matter because you're so in, in passionate about uh, you know what you do as a small business. Then, you know those things become immaterial, and I just, I just love it. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Brilliant. So, do you think it'll be um, Matthew White and Sons sometime in the future? <laughs> I think I'd like them to actually go, uh, uh, you know, to university and, and to go and work in the corporate world nice. and to experience that rather than, uh, you know, joining, uh, you know, the empire. So, yeah. so, <laughs> so. Look, as, a, as a son who worked for his father. Um, not that happily for a couple of years. I think that's probably a very good strategy there, Matthew. Well, look, thank you so much for joining us. If we want to find out more from you, well, you're all over Flying Solo. Uh, or we should go and if we want to see your mattresses, we go to ergoflex.com.au. That's correct. E-R-G-O-flex.com.au. Matthew White, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. My pleasure. Thanks very much. Thank you. And look, before I go, don't forget that when it comes to creating a truly enjoyable and prosperous business, Flying Solo gets you premium membership, has all the tips and tools you need for just $99. Head to the join page to learn more. And that's where we'll leave this show from Flying Solo and your host, Robert Gerrish. We'd love to receive feedback, even a brief review for those listening via iTunes. If you're planning to start a business or rejuvenate the one you're in, check out our bestseller, Flying Solo, How to Go It Alone in Business. It includes everything we know about working on your own. And of course, we invite you to dive into the resources and supportive community at flyingsolo.com.au.